podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome once again to another match day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm legacy football fan James, and today I'm joined by another legacy football fan, Andy. Game's gone. <laughs> well, the game's about to start and we're pretty close to kickoff, but today we're going to discuss our home fixture with mega corporate soccer franchise, the Mersey Reds, formerly known as Liverpool. And we'll speculate on the lineup, give our predictions for the game, and then, as always, we'll have a chat afterward with our immediate thoughts and feelings on the game. Plus, probably, let's be honest, a lot of discussion around Super 6. Super 6, my ass. <laughs> Go on then. What a load of bollocks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... I, I hate Gary Neville, but he's on the money. Should well, I say on the money? Can you say the, on the money? <laughs> that's, that's one of the hardest things, isn't it? As always, is is siding with Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher, but they are speaking um, a lot of sense in the pre-match for the game tonight. And I think we will talk about it a lot more afterwards and try and get a bit of focus on the game. But yeah, what a massive talking point in the last sort of 24 hours. And uh, yeah, it's it's hard to soak it all in as to whether it'll happen and, and just the outright outrageousness of uh, what is actually a small set of people trying to change the fabric of football, not just in this country, but in the entire uh, of Europe. So, um, But anyway, what's our head-to-head like, Andy? I'll give you a clue. It's not looking very good. Oh, the, well, it's the first game against the Merseyside Reds, isn't it? It's like a game on Pro Evo back in the day. Yeah, we should be honoured to have the, uh, the, the ECL club. You know, we're the first team to play an ECL side, aren't we? Oh, mate, absolutely. Well, I know we said we'll talk about it later, but I want to touch on one thing he said. He tweeted earlier saying Liverpool won't want to play Leeds tonight. They might as well just, uh, Leeds might as well just stand on the side of the pitch and let Liverpool score loads of goals because Liverpool don't want to compete. No, no, we won't do that. You know what I mean, though? It's, they're scared of competition. <laughs> they, they want to face somebody who's not going to, uh, who's going to let them win. They don't care if they win, lose or draw, do they? They just in it for the money. What a load of bar. Sorry, mate. Go on. Head to head. Well, well, they've they've beaten us 60 times. We've drawn 30 and we've only won 28. So it's a staggering record of defeat against Liverpool. Ugh. Mark Viduka, Tony Boa. Next. <laughs> and team news, no Cooper due to suspension. So Struik's come in today. Um, but, you know, this is a, a, a team that beat the champions-elect with Jack Harrison back in. Exactly. Jackie Haradona back in the frame. And I tried to look for Liverpool team news and, you know, I had a little Google search and nothing came back because the news of today was all that I could find. And we don't really care, let's be honest. I'm a bit worried that they're going to come out absolutely firing, you know. Have you seen the stuff for the T-shirts we left in their changing rooms? Yeah, and I think Jurgen Klopp missed the point of that. You know, it's not directed at the players because they've not had any say or know-how in the matter, but it's more, you know, Leeds trying to say, this is something that we all need to get behind. Yeah, exactly. The fact that their fans and our fans are at Ellen Road as one, saying what a joke it is as well, is something that football can be proud of. It's our game. It belongs to us, not to these bloody rich bellends who know no better, who just want to get even richer. When you get that rich, yeah? Can't take it with you, can you? It's very true, Andy. I, I mean, I wish I was rich and I could find out I could take it with me, but you know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things that don't sit right, and I think we'll talk about it later. Yeah, sorry, I'm just still angry. Go on, <coughs> try, 
you try and get us back on track. I'm very angry. Well, I'm not angry. Well, we're going to keep talking about it. Sorry. I am a little bit angry about this, but you've also got to be pragmatic and think what will come of this. And I think a lot of things will potentially come of it. So opposition forums. Oh, hello, Leeds. Yeah, we'd really rather not be here because honestly, we think it's beneath us having to play you. Disgusting. Well, I presume there's an air of sarcasm in that man's voice, but I had a quick scour through the, the forums and yeah, all the talk is about the Super League and how they all oppose it. And to be fair to Liverpool, it does go against their history. You know, Bill Shankly and, and you know, his, his sort of mantra was very much like, which we can relate to, is very much like the Billy Bremner side before self. So that has been a huge um, talking point on there. And most of them are just don't care about the football match anymore tonight, which is a shame because they are or should be fighting for a Champions League spot still. And it should be a good game. Well, we could get Champions League now, couldn't we? Basically, if yeah. They, if they boot these six bellends out of the league, <laughs> and we're in Champions League spaces, aren't we? Yeah, you're talking Leeds United, Champions League champions 2022. Yeah, easy. We'll get flipping Bruges in the final or some guff team. Thanks again to Joe Bedford on Twitter. Love you. She's provided the referee research for today. It's referee Anthony Taylor, assistants Gary Bessick, oh. Stuart Burt, fourth of Shalee Mason, VA, oh. hang on, hang on, VAR, who is it? Oh, friend. Mike Dean. Oh, jeez, I'm off home. Wait, I am home. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well. It's not your fault, Joe. We still love you, but flipping heck. This has surely got to be a positive Leeds, that thing. Although it's going to be Leeds that all over because Gary Neville's just said on Sky. It looked like Leeds or Liverpool or about everybody in the country wants Leeds to win tonight. So everybody wants Leeds to win. Liverpool are going to be fuming. They're going to stuff us 15-0. I can see it. I mean, there's a few things really, isn't there? It's If they can guarantee that one VAR doesn't exist or at least Mike Dean can't instruct decisions against Leeds United in the future, then we'll take that over ESL. Right, we're getting close to kick-off. Let's... I know, we better hurry up. Predictions. We're... Well, I've just said 15-0 Liverpool, but I actually think it's going to be 3-0 to Leeds. Go on. Bamford. I really f- uh, yeah, Bamford's going to score twice and Jack Harrison's going to get one. I think we're looking more solid and I think Strike's so good at the back. They're going to be distracted. Everybody wants... I think even Liverpool fans might want Leeds to win tonight. It's a really bizarre situation and I don't know how I would feel. Well, I would know how I would feel as a Liverpool fan. I'd be absolutely seething. <laughs> Um, but it's a weird situation. I think our players are going to be well up for it because it is Liverpool, because of the situation, because of everything being talked about at the moment. And, you know, Patrick Bamford, he still wants to be in on that plane, playing for England in the summer. And let's be honest, if they ban a load of players from playing for England, he's got an even better shot of playing for England. So I fancy him tonight and I hope he has a good game. And I'm going to say 2-0 leads. Yes! Confidence, stick it up. Um, this is for the fans, nobody else. Okay, what's your word, Andy? Your final word before kickoff? Fans, they've not thought about any of this. These six nomads who are doing this, and there's more than that because it's in the rest of them in the league too. But the six from the Premier League should be discussed with themselves. This is a game that belongs to us, the fans. For me, it's United. I think now's a massive chance for a lot of clubs to put. Some of their differences aside, you know, rivalries and tribalness in football is is par for the course and you want that. But 
you know, there's a common cause here of of protecting the game. You know, football is hundreds and hundreds of years old, and you can't just rip it up and change the rule book in the space of you know a few months and a and a and a 24 hour decision. So I think everyone's got to be united on that front and let's have a united win it'd be really good come on lads look at Leeds united official twitter account getting into the merseyside reds eh <laughs> they said that yeah bloody beautiful so one all then eh james happy with that oh yeah i'd take that that's a good result oh i'll tell you what it's an old cliche that there's a game of two halves, but that really was tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, well, they came out all guns moving, uh, high tempo, weren't they? Very, very, uh, well, a lot of pressure in the first half, and I think you can't sustain that for a full amount of time, and then we slowly started to come into the game. You can really tell why they want to go to a non-competitive format, can't you? Because they did not compete in the second half. When it's all them dominating the first half, it's happy days. Second half, when someone goes against them, they did not like it whatsoever. No, not at all. And uh, yeah, there was, it was it was a funny it was a funny game. The first half was just bad, but I just I don't think we could get into it. And Liverpool, to be fair, were playing really well and forcing mistakes out of us. But yeah, it's unpleasant watching, isn't it? You forget what it's like to be on the uh, the other end of a bit of a not hammering in terms of score lines. But, you know, just hammering in, in the sense of not really being able to impose our style of football. It's really weird because it's been the last couple of games, the Man City one and this one, where we've been completely under the cosh. And for some reason, I've not felt threatened. I don't know if that's because I'm not at the game. I don't know if that's because in my mind's eye, we've been safe for a while. And it's a kind of a free hit against a bigger, in brackets, quotation marks, whatever you want to bloody call it side but it's not I, a free hit we, you know, this is a Champions League spot Andy I do you know what I mean do you not like I did, did you feel threatened in first I know they obviously scored but I never saw them running away with it no not at all I mean they, it felt like they are having chances but not great chances you know so we were doing our job mostly of, of keeping them out yeah I mean I, I saw a, a, a screenshot of someone had posted of the xg and our xg was far superior to theirs and i think that shows you know second half we had a, a load of efforts from tyler roberts came close a couple of times didn't he jack harrison had a great shot that allison saved and yeah you, you know you look at that and you think well actually we probably should have come away winners yeah definitely definitely I, th- I think the big one you touched on there is the Roberts chance. Yeah, he was really unlucky and he was disappointed with himself when he came off, didn't he? But I thought he um, he had a good game. There was that there was that little sort of dribble and run in the box that he had earlier on as well in the second half, and uh, you just think, go on, Rob, go on, Tyler. You want him to do well, don't you? Especially that you know, again, when he came back in, a few fans were writing him off. And yeah, I'm just glad Bielsa's giving him a chance and he's doing well. But this is exactly why. We need to keep the current format of the English period of football league and, and the hierarchy because that team today that Leeds put out going against the former champions, you'd never have said that there'd be one goal in it over two games, would you? Never. One goal in it and what? Seven, nine goals, yeah? And there'd be one goal either side. You'd never have said that start of the season. When you start playing bloody 
Juventus versus Liverpool every week. You're going to get bored of that shite. It's going to be the same thing over and over again. Boring drivel. This is exciting. This is what the fans want to see. This is why I want to get back into a ground. So go watch Leeds United go up against these divs and do them. There's some good protests outside the, the ground. And the, one, the, the big thing with all this that, that sticks with me is for, for a long time, as much as we dislike Man United scum, their fans have opposed the Glazers and titles and all the success that they had, especially under Ferguson, um, sort of masked over that poor ownership. For a lot of the fans, they're sort of forgiving of that ownership because, and, and, and they're forgiving of the underbelly of those sort of bad values because it is masked by success. And because they've got no morals. That as well. But until this point, like those bad owners have been someone else's bad luck. You know, we've had our share of them and people have laughed at us. Um, and we laugh at the, you know, the unfortunate nature of other clubs having bad owners. But right now, those bad owners are everyone's problem and everyone has to deal with them. Everyone has to come together to try and, to try and you know, stop this from happening, really. It has to. Something's got to be done. You could tell, but everything about that game tonight was slightly flat. And it shouldn't be. It's two giants of English football going at it. Well, and well, it was all a bit flat, even down to the bloody the coverage on telly. Well, it, it, the league's giving it big licks and giving them digs, but that's just how standard we are at the minute, winding people up. Well, this should have been... So, sorry, mate. You've got no, sorry, it's me, it's me. This should have been one of them ones where everybody's bang up for it. And it, it, Neville's sat there like, like it's a bloody funeral. Well, that's it. And... You think they scored and they go ahead Liverpool, but what does it mean? What's it for? Like what what are they actually like you could literally you know, this this game for them effectively is is a dead rubber, yet they're in prime position to be able to still get a Champions League spot. It's it's just bizarre. It's it's completely derailed the season at what is usually a really key defining point. You get to go to good events on merit, not because you've bought your place at the party. It's a lot of balls. But anyway, our Leeds United team is something we can be dead proud of, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think um, you forget how annoying Andy Hinchcliffe is, don't you? No, I've never forgot that. <laughs> Ever since the days of them, you remember know them Euro 96 coins you got from the SO garage? Yeah. Oh, always got Hinchcliffe. Even as a child, I couldn't bear him. I think um, if there's one person I'd like to see disappear into European Super League, it would be Hinchcliffe because I won't be watching it. Oh, it, it's, it, I saw a tweet that someone put out. I'm not sure if you retweeted actually, Jim, from the account. It said, Inchcliffe commenting on Lorente's defending is like a driving instructor commenting on Lewis Hamilton's driving. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. And the one thing that irked me about him was that he spent about three minutes going to town on Melio's mistakes and basically, well, slapping a... a an under 21 across the face for a bad performance about five minutes later up the other end Allison sprays a ball out of the box uh, we pick I think Pervader intercepts it we're through on goal with nearly a, like a pretty much clean cut chance I just think you've got the experience of Allison who's done that versus Melia who've just gone to town on it and you've said nothing what does what's that about he, he had it in for Leeds tonight didn't he I think it was for that old Chef Wednesday connection because every time we did something it was on him he was an expert in every position he was slagging off Tyler Roberts for not doing what he should have done and then he was slagging off Florentin and he slagged off Melier and he, he, he wasn't a bang average fullback 
Yeah, he's he's boring. He was boring to watch, boring to listen to, and yeah, bog off. Have we got anything else to say on this crappy league or that? I mean, it's, have, the it's, thing all, is, it's all been said, done it? It's just yeah, nonsense. We that's the thing is we don't want to labour what everyone already feels, but all I would say is that it is a complete disregard for spectators and supporters that have underpinned and, and built everything to this point. The success of the ever that exists now and the reason that they're able to, you know, basically take these teams and, and sell them into this format is because of is because of us. It's because of everyone who attends games and watches games and supports the team by shirts and has done it through generation after generation. And it's just soulless sucking sucking that away from them. Do I, th- do I think they should do right if they do want to do this little crappy league, but also stay in the domestic leagues? Is bring in some kind of salary cap so when these people do go and buy all these fancy damn players that they can't play in the Premier League, or just tax them to death on it. If they want them to play in, a, in the domestic league, they've got to pay extra fees for those players to play in the domestic league. But I, I just can't see. Well, I said that about Brexit. I can't see it happening, but but it, it's one of those where you think, yeah, is it going to happen? I don't know. I think there's going to be more twists and turns along the way. Well, let's focus back on tonight then. Who have you given your man of the match to? Um, I always dance around. Well, we always dance around with Stuart Dallas, don't we? But he was robust tonight. He's 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 becoming a just a decent number eight, isn't he? I remember the other day we signed him as a right winger. <laughs> yeah, like, you you forget who he came in as a right winger, and here he is playing, you know, all sorts of positions. But I think he's a really good number eight, and it's no surprise that that clicks clicks going to struggle to get in that role. And yeah, I think just for mopping up and and not not creating lots, but just being robust and tight, keeping things tidy and neat in midfield, I'm going to give it to Stuart Dallas because that is one of those teams and matches where it could have easily run away from us in that area. So I thought he did a cracking job. Well, I've got to agree with our good mate, Kate Watkins, and uh, she's giving it to Luke Ayling. Luke Ayling. Uh, she said to me, he's been brilliant tonight. Some of his diagonals, he's been up and down the pitch. Excellent all night, and he's having a right laugh with it too. Bloody love that man. And he does, when he's drawing in fouls and he's doing stuff and he's getting away with stuff, he's laughing. He plays the game how we are wanting this all to go with a smile on his face. He is a fan of the game, a steward of the game, and he's exactly what it is. And we'll give a couple of final things to a couple of Leeds lads. Bamford's just been on Sky and said, from what I've seen on Twitter, I haven't seen one football fan who's happy about the ESL. Football's for the fans. Without the fans, football clubs will be nothing. It's important we stand our ground. And then our good old mate, James Milner, he's actually come out and said, on the ESL, bearing in mind his club's meant to be one of the ones doing it. Or instead that it's probably out of contract and got a Zimmer frame by the end of it. But anyway, <laughs> I can only say my opinion I don't like it and I hope it doesn't happen for the same reasons as everybody else. Let's have some sanity on this and just sack it off. What a lot of nonsense. We do need more of this players speaking up about it and I think that'll come. It's just everyone is nervous about saying some, you know, saying something to 
I guess upset the people that pay their wages at the end of the day. But James Milner's in a good position, like you say, <laughs> to uh, to make a comment. And you, we need more players like that. More players, more staff, more management making the comments. So it'll be good. To, it'll be interesting to see what happens. What's your final word, James? Change. Change is afoot, isn't it? Something is obviously going to change as a result of everything that's gone on. And we've seen a big change in, in Leeds, really, across the whole season. You think at the start, we were we were sort of shaky and in and out of games, but it feels like Bielsa has changed the team to be way more consistent at adapting to, to teams. And it's brilliant to watch. And I think... Yeah, I, can't, I mean, I, I can't wait to see what happens over summer, but equally, I'm looking forward to the next game. We've got some cracking games coming up. Well, cracking before yesterday, there were what would have been cracking fixtures, and, and they still will be because, you know, we want to scalp some teams. Well, I'm going to go for settled, for similar reasons to what you're saying, that Leeds looks settled in the Premier League. Sitting pretty mid-table, Six games to go, is that right? Zero goal difference. Looking good. Bothering we'll on, people. We'll be on plus one now, eh? Nah, because it was a one-all draw. Oh, God. So yeah. it works. Yeah, so edit it, that out. So, so it works. So, <laughs> edit so that out. So what happens. That's what happens when we do late-night podcasts. So, yeah, I feel like we're settled and we're looking all right. We'll be back again soon for another Leads That Podcast and hopefully... There's less chatter about ESL and maybe that's all put to bed. Who knows? And less chat about VAR. The two things that we probably dislike a lot at the moment. Have a good one. We'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.